The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right, come with me. What is Good, everybody. Welcome to another SB Nation NFL show. I am Rob Stats Guerrero alongside RJ Ochoa. RJ, happy Friday. It is good to be with you. Stats, great to see your bright, shining, beautiful face once again. You threw me off uh, right before we started recording. I wasn't it. Stats muted me and like t- changed my screen yep. and everything. And, and he didn't even say we're starting. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, here we go. Full authenticity right here. Uh, welcome back. We missed you last week. And I say we being me. It was a very weird show. Uh, it was awesome. But uh, Steven Serta and Rachel Prevet uh, filling in. It took it took the two of them to do the nothing that you do every single week. You might be. I saw you slipped in authenticity. You might be an evil genius, RJ, because we made a bet last time we did the show two weeks ago about the outcome of the Mariners Astros series that were coming up. There's two series coming up and your penalty for me losing the bet was that I would have to defend my, or I should say that the, your football takes the two football takes that you have that I like the least. And so right. this is torture for me because the one thing I always promise everybody on anything I do is a thousand percent authenticity i never ever ever say anything just to be contrarian i say it i believe it and today i'm gonna have to not once but twice defend two arguments that i hate and cannot believe at all but you're making me do it to be fair uh the bet was that either one of us would have had to have done this um so so it wasn't just like you it wasn't just like for my own personal joy or, or uh entertainment um, the, the first series in question, uh, the Astros swept the Mariners. It was a three game series. Um, you know, and it was just a matter of who won the series. So again, Astros, you know, had brought up the brooms, uh, for the podcast audience. I am wearing my Jose Altuve Astros Jersey. I felt it was appropriate. Uh, thank you, uh, to Conan for noting that I am looking a little bit too smug. I'm feeling very <laughs> smug. Um, I don't even think smug is a strong enough word. Uh, I'm just feeling arrogant. I'll just go, you know, come out and say it. Um, they did play a second series. We were going to, to place a wager on that one stats. Uh, we were unable to do so. The Astros did win that one. That was a four-game series. Um, they won three to one. Um, so, so, and correct me if I'm wrong, prior to the first series, the one that you're going to pay the bet off of, the Mariners were enter- or entering that series off of a 14-game winning streak. Is that correct? Yes, they went into the All-Star break on a 14-game winning streak, one away from tying the team record. 
Mm. And uh, then they ran into my Astros, and uh, and here we are. So we 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 need to we owe the listeners a second wager. We'll come up with the terms for that in a little bit. Uh, but before we do, I mentioned uh, the word podcast. You mentioned the word that I mentioned, authenticity. Uh, of course, people can listen to us as a podcast. They can watch us as Conan is uh, on the SB Nation NFL YouTube channel, Facebook page, or Twitter account. Uh, but they can listen to us on the SB Nation NFL show wherever they get their podcasts. We encourage people to subscribe, leave a rating, write a review, and if you write a review, we promise to read it. So first stats, I want to shout out Kel, uh, who hit me up on Instagram. I've been doing a lot of IG lately, so if anybody wants to follow me over there, at RJ Ochoa, I'm, I'm on Twitter there as well. Um, but Kel let me know. He, he said he was reaching out on Instagram because he is a UK longtime listener um, and also listens nice. to the NFC East mixtape, which people can listen to on, on any of the four NFC East podcast networks around here at SB Nation. Um, and we, you know, stupid us american stats we did not know this you know we were just living in our own red white and blue world um unaware that there are international reviews that we couldn't see we need to figure we got got to hit michael kiss up about this uh because when the uk or you know, other european audience members leave reviews they go to some special place that, that that is like foreign no pun intended to us so we have a few that i need to get to if you're all right with this uh the first is titled uh informative uh this was from a year ago uh so it's from sir chill Jeez. is now uh five star rating and it says brilliant and very informative the quick short five minute news reports are really good to listen to especially when you live in the uk i get to hear some of the news we do not normally get to hear when we live over the pond um r.i.p to the dailies because those are actually gone uh, again this was from a year ago um this is titled will you read this five star rating from october 8th <laughs> 2021 eventually we will uh, this is from the real Paul E. That's not Paul E, like P-A-U-L-I-E. It's Paul and then a capital letter E. Rob says he'll read out any five-star review, but as this is in the UK section, will he? Regardless, the SB Nation show is the best NFL Roundup show, full stop, period. Knowledgeable and engaging host. Yes, even that Eagles guy. Go Cowboys. Uh, so love that. <laughs> little shade this was for from PLG. This is from October 19th, 2021. October 19th is an important day if you are a fan of the TV show community. Uh, from Bob the Builder 94 titled, I'll Admit It's Bomb. Five-star rating. Here we go. Have to admit, this is the best all-around NFL podcast there is. Good morning football and ESPN gives me a headache with the constant interruptions, talking over each other, and who can talk the loudest to give mediocre opinions, but you dudes are killing it. Go birds. So shout out to Kel for hooking us up with those, uh, those ratings from what? What's getting me is the have to admit. What What are you begrudgingly admitting that we're the best? Like, no, just admit I, it. There's, I don't like that. First of all, they're praising how we don't run over each other or talk what? over each other. And here you what are. What do you mean? No, hold on. Wait. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I actually thought you had a point there. So that was a really good oh, joke no. for you. Um, we do have um, uh, a domestic review, <laughs> if you're all right with this. Uh, this one, Stats, comes to us from S. Clothier 29 from about a week ago. Five-star rating. It is titled, Turning Up the Heat in Philly dot 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 and i want to shout out s clothier 29 for helping us segue into the bet payoff here we go the heat has been crazy in the philly area and on friday i was looking to close out my sb nation nfl show week with the boys of the look ahead fired up to hear my man stats roasting me because he thought i ghosted him regarding the chicken pot pie recipe luckily an unlikely hero came to my aid rj thanks rj even though i disagree with your aj brown take 
as an Eagles fan that has been so that has seen so few good receivers and watched the Eagles botch multiple attempts uh, to get them through the draft. I'm glad they gave up the capital they did and gave him the contract they did. Oh my goodness, that's close uh, Worst case is it blows up, and how he has to do one of the things I have faith in him doing, getting out of a bad cap situation. Stats. I will message you when I make the pot pies. I promise. I didn't ghost you, but I do not do much on Twitter. I actually had to reactivate my Twitter just to message you. Look at that follow through, Seth. Love, love you all at the SB Nation NFL show. Thank you for the hard work. Looking forward to the upcoming season. Go birds! Wow, what a great review that you're about to destroy. Uh-oh. But what a great so, review. So <laughs> we'll we'll start with the Eagle stuff. We're gonna get to a little Kyler Murray, Cliff Kingsbury situation that happened recently that just has huge. Huge, big loser energy. Uh, Before we get to all that, though, shame on me. I want to remind everybody that we are brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the promo code SBNNFL for a special offer when you sign up. That is code SBNNFL only at DraftKings. Even if you're not making a football bet, use that code. You'll still get the special offer. And yes, RJ, I did do that all from memory, so... I deserve a little credit for that. Um, well, you the credit's gone because you forgot to do it at the beginning. So, I mean, the credit bounces out. Yeah, that's my bad. Okay. So, we'll get to the Kyler stuff. But you mentioned the A.J. Brown and the Eagles. So, I guess we're just going to start with it. I will pay off the bet. I hate this. Let, I let, just me wanna... set, let me set my take up that you have to defend, right? Like, with right. high and supreme honor. So, I have said, is it is obvious to the dismay of many Eagles fans that listen to the SB Nation NFL show. We love you all. You know, we wish you sports misery, but other than that, health, wealth, and happiness for you. Um, I have said that the Eagles, if you have to assign a winner and a loser in the trade, I think the Eagles are the loser. I think every team that traded for a wide receiver this offseason, except for the Browns, and the Browns are losers in their own very special way, but except for the Browns, is the loser. I think the Cowboys were the only team that traded away a, a receiver that was a loser, to be fair. I'm, you know, So this isn't like any kind of Cowboys homerism um, because the Eagles had to give up massive draft capital. They had to give them a brand-new contract. I understand you, know, you can finagle the cap if you really want to. That has been my take all along, which has been met with much consternation. How could you say this? AJ Brown's amazing. Blah, blah, blah. But my man Stats is here to have my back. For the record, I don't agree with anything I'm about to say, but I do have to say it. So the AJ Brown trade, you know, I try to look at the facts of the situation, RJ, and here are the facts. AJ Brown has only one full season in his entire career. Obviously that's not ideal. His yards per reception have fallen every single year. He's been in the league. It was at 20 then it was at 15. Now it's at 13.8. Where's it going to be this year? 11, 10, who knows? You have no idea. He's going to a team. Good thing Jalen Hurts can throw it deep. That'll help him out. That was my next point. He's going to a team (laughs) with a worse quarterback than Ryan Tannehill, which is a difficult thing (gasps) to say. You're paying him a ton of money, as we pointed out, and you didn't need to do this. If you're the Eagles, you could have drafted a player that's going to give you similar or better production than A.J. Brown. And if you think I'm nuts – Look at the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings traded Stephon Diggs and won that deal unequivocally. And Diggs has been great with Buffalo. The Vikings still won that deal because they got Justin Jefferson. They're paying him way less than Buffalo's playing Stephon Diggs. And all Justin Jefferson has done is drop 1,600 yards in back-to-back seasons, one of only 
12 players to ever have back-to-back seasons of 1,400 yards or more in his career, and it's his first two seasons in the league. So have a little faith in your scouting department, Philadelphia. I mean, come on. What are you doing here? You could have drafted Traylon Burks, Christian Watson, Sky Moore. There were receivers out there that you could have taken with that pick instead of trading it away. And by the way, and this might be the biggest thing, are we sure A.J. Brown wants to be in Philadelphia? Because I'm not quite sure he wants to be there. Every chance he gets, he throws a message out on social media about, see, Titans fans, it wasn't me. Look at the deal that, that Debo Samuel just signed. We all signed the same deal. I'm the only one that got traded. Like, he keeps going back to this. It's like, dude, do you still wish you were in Tennessee? Like, you you could have just signed a deal. Like, it's weird energy coming off A.J. Brown right now. So when you combine all those things, RJ, I think you have to say the Eagles lost the A.J. Brown deal. I have to say stats. I mean, nothing but objective data and evidence (laughs) here. Um, I actually, you know, there are two things there that, um, well, one of them didn't exist at the time that I I gave birth to the take. Um, But, you know, one of the things that I hadn't properly considered, you're right. I mean, and the Justin Jefferson thing is really rare, um, right? Like that you just like, holy crap. And that's ironic that that would be the player to sort of evidence this point, given that the Eagles passed on him in favor of Jalen Rager. (laughs) Uh, But, um, but I mean, that's just like, that's a great point. I mean, like how many times, like, are are we confident that the the Raiders, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that like, you know, all trades are the same, but like, we're very confident that the Raiders lost the Devontae Adams trade, right? Like, we're very confident about that long term. We are? I think so. I mean, like, that's a lot of capital. Like, there's no way, and it, like, there's that's more capital to give up than the Eagles did to go to, to acquire Adrian Brown, to be very fair. Um, but I, I don't think that we think that Devontae Adams is going to pay the dividends that the Raiders did when they, they paid everything that they did to acquire him, the draft capital and the contract. Would you agree with that at least? I suppose. Okay. Now, similarly, I think we, we feel the exact same way about Tyreek Hill and the Miami Dolphins, right? Like there's, it's very unlikely going to pay off in the same way for the Dolphins or, you know, whatever. I mean, you, you get the point. And so like, that's, I, I, I lumped them all together in the same category. That's, that's really kind of my, my take on this is they're, they're not the, the same levels of severity. They're not this, the same degrees of dumb or bad or wrong, but they're all in the same camp. They're all in the same box. But uh, like, unlike those trades, I think that the Browns, again, unique situation and, and unique level of terribleness. But I think that Amari has a chance to pay high dividends based on the level of investment. It was a low draft pick. It did not require a new deal. And and A.J. Brown, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill did. And I don't think A.J. Brown, like even if you're just talking about the players, I don't think that A.J. Brown is either of those two players. I think he's the best receiver in the NFC East right now. But he's he's not coming in the same way that, that either of those other wide receivers are. So that was kind of my point that you defended rather well. Um, and the, the recent activity, to your point, has been A.J. Brown like, I'm not thinking about the Titans. No, I just <laughs> right. I can't believe that they, they didn't want to pay me. Like, that's so weird to me that everybody else got the deal from the team that they were playing for. And I didn't. I mean, I'm not mad. I'm not upset. I just think it's weird. I think it's I don't know. I just stop tweeting at me, Titans fans. What are you doing? I'm over it. I'm here. I got a new place to live. I'm having I'm in Philly now. I watched Rocky. Everything's good. It's just that is really random. Like it's it's like he's trying to convince himself you know, that he got the better end of it. You know what I mean? He's like, no, no, this this is better. Like, this, this, these colors are cooler. Like, I'll, I'll get to play more primetime games. This is a better life. Wait until the first touchdown pass he drops. 
And Philly fans are going to be all over him. Go back to Tennessee. That's where you want to be anyway. Like he's going to a town who is full of fans, you know, known for their patience and rationality, so to speak. But can I like, can I please just say what I really think about the AJ Brown situation? Or do I have to just hold it in for the whole show? That's up to you and your own personal level of integrity. How you feel, stats? Um, you, you did. <laughs> All right, I'll I'll sustain. I'll I'll deal with it. I'll, Last I'll hold part it in of this. for now. Last part of this. If we just look at the three that we mentioned, because I think the top tier of receivers traded in the NFL this year, obviously, were Devontae and Tyreek Hill, and then maybe a you know there's a little bit of a gap, and then there's AJ Brown, and then there's another gap, and then there's the other receivers who were traded. But of those top three, don't do we not agree that they all regressed as far as the quarterback throwing them the ball they all got new deals they all got new teams they all are in situations that they are seemingly more happy and the, the one who i truly be, the only ones who i truly believe are actually happy are Devontae adams and tyreek tyreek is in love with tua and, and Devontae adams is in love with Derek carr i mean it, they all took a step back as far as the the passers that are involved even considering to your point that aj brown had ryan Tannehill. i would agree i, I don't think that's that controversial of a take certainly Tyree killed. I mean, part of it is like when you leave the quarterbacks that Devonte Adams and Tyree kill left, you, right. you know, you're going to go down just cause they're darn good. But to the, the point of, you know, you actually, I think you enjoyed like, you know, messing with the Eagles fans. Cause you were like, he he's with the worst quarterback. And that's because he was with Ryan Tannehill. Like you, you enjoyed that shot a lot stats. Don't act like you didn't don't act like you're, you're being held against your will here or something like that. But it, doesn't that say it. something? Doesn't that doesn't that say something that that his quarterback was Ryan Tannehill last year, and he he took a step back? That's great. Like that's difficult. <laughs> that's that's difficult to sort of envision and imagine. Yeah. That here we are. It's surprising. Maybe that's why he's so unhappy. I don't know. All right. Can I get to the other one so I can get this out of my system? All right. So my other take that nobody has agreed with until now. Because so I think I, I exist to provide balance, all right, whether it's to life, the universe, the force, um, you know, I'm here to, to make sure that everything is even Steven, I want to be at equilibrium at all times. And the Justin Herbert love is just running away. All right. Just, oh my God. Let's just see this throw. Oh my God. Herbert. Oh, oh he, he went to Oregon. He wears all sorts of cool uniforms. We know Justin Herbert's inordinately talented. He's better than Patrick Mahomes. They're winning the AFC. I don't care. Let's just relax. Let's just chill. You know, let's, let's just all, by the way, I don't think anything has aged worse than Patrick Mahomes. Remember when he was like, Justin who? Remember when he got the name wrong? And, it, and he was like, oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. Like that, that didn't exactly age well because pa Justin Herbert is very good, but he's not you know, this just like, just, just this incredible gift to the quarterback position, the way people act. And, and this actually shout out to Carson Wentz who helped originate this take because everybody, nobody more than Chris Ballard and Frank Reich, by the way, has killed Carson Wentz. He lost to the Raiders and the Jaguars and he pissed away a playoff spot for the Indianapolis Colts. The poor Colts were so trapped by Carson Wentz. How dare they trade for him and be stuck with him? Well, Justin Herbert got destroyed by the Houston Texans and lost to the Las Vegas Raiders in very similar fashion. All right now, granted, he played heroically at the tail end of that Raiders game, but they lost, and he doesn't get a fraction of the blame that Carson Wentz gets. So that is the origin, the genesis of the take that Stats is about to take home for us, Stats. This one is even more painful than they Like, this hurts my soul. 
to have to do this. But I, you know, I could kind of understand when you say Justin Herbert gets a little bit too much credit. You know, he's been a starter for two years. He is 10 and 12 in one score games. All right. So mm. when your team needs you the most, when you want the quarterback, right, you need the quarterback to be able to make plays outside of structure mm -hmm. and do all that stuff, right? The guy that's going to put the team on his back. Well, in one score games, he's a, a loser. He's 10 and 12 in mm. his career, you know, and I just think that he's no better than Jimmy Garoppolo, baby. And I'm just going to throw this out there, too. You know, Brandon Staley loves to go for it on fourth down. So he's like essentially getting an extra chance that some other quarterbacks don't get because they only right. get three downs to do it. So just, Great you point. know, look at that Raiders game. How many fourth down plays did he make? I mean, sure, if you give everybody an extra chance, maybe they'll do better. You were right. Week 16, that Texans game, he was outplayed by Davis Mills. Davis Mills, he threw as many touchdowns to Houston as he did to his own team in that game. All right. Mm. Like, he didn't throw a touchdown pass until garbage time of the fourth quarter against the Houston Texans. Everyone's sitting there saying, oh, I don't know about Trey Lance. Trey Lance played the Texans in his second start and whooped them. Okay. Justin Herbert didn't do that. So let's just look at the facts as they are. And then before the Texans game, week 12, you lost to Teddy Two Gloves. Teddy mm. freaking Bridgewater, and oh, by the way, you threw another touchdown pass to the defense in that one, too. Maybe, maybe just throw, try and throw him to your own team. I don't know. Look at his completion percentage from year one to year two. Down. Look at his passer rating from year one to year two. Down. Look at his interceptions from year one to year two. Up. And speaking of passer rating, by the way, he wasn't even in the top 10 in the NFL. Here are some guys who had a worse passer rating than Kirk Cousins. James Garoppolo, Ooh. Kyler Murray. Oh, my goodness. Let's look at some of the quarterbacks that Justin Herbert lost to last year. Dak Prescott. Good. Every time right. he plays a good quarterback, he loses. He lost to Dak. He lost to Lamar. He lost to Kirk Cousins. He lost to Teddy, like I said. And he lost to McCorkle. He lost to Mac Jones, the quarterback that nobody wanted in the draft until the Patriots got him like halfway through the first round when teams are desperate for quarterbacks. He lost to McCorkle. So you can praise Justin Herbert all you want, but the facts are the facts. And so far, Strugglesville when it counts. I remember a show that said it's impossible for Josh Allen to maintain this level of efficiency, this level of accuracy entering the 2021 season. Boom, embarrassed. What's going on with Justin Herbert? We're seeing regression. Yeah, it's a very small, literally no, the smallest sample size possible. Josh like, Allen did regress last year. No, I know, I know, I know. But my point is, like, you you doubted him in totality based off of that particular point. And so my point is that we're already seeing, again, it's literally the smallest example possible uh, here from, from one year to one other year regression in those particular areas. And again, it's like just literal regression. And this isn't to say that Justin Herbert is bad. That was never the take. It was, it was never that he sucks, he's trash, he's whatever. But people act like he has been touched by the football god, that he has been chosen to come here and that he is purely and totally a prisoner of the chargersness that are the LA Chargers. That is my problem. <laughs> I think that there is a, a you know, I'm, he's, th there are a lot of symptoms to, to the Chargersness. I, I don't think that Justin Herbert is infallible. I think he is amazing. I think he is, he is one of the most talented quarterbacks in the game, but he gets put on the same level as other players, as other quarterbacks who have accomplished much more and who don't have the demerits that you objectively listed. I mean, and, and so, 
really my problem is with like the football collective. Um, they're the people that have let the Justin Herbert takes run away. There was the touchdown that Herbert threw. Was it against the Giants last year? The people were like, oh my gosh, he threw this touchdown four million yards through the air yeah cool dude i mean you know jay cutler had a big arm like let's not you know overreact and freak out and and act like it's the most stupidly amazing thing that anyone's ever done anytime justin herbert throws a pass it reminds me you were the first person that that i that truly agreed with me and you verbalized it in the best way that i've ever heard when people would talk about patrick mahomes you said we don't have to invent new reasons or make up reasons why he's great and and people have done that with Pat. Remember when uh, it was actually two years ago uh, when they had the, the first round by when he brought, when when he said like oh yeah you know I was I was taking notes during the Browns playoff Study. game you know yeah. because we you know we were maybe going to be playing and people were like he was taking notes he was he was studying hypothetical opponents yeah I hope he was you know what I mean like that's the kind of stuff that people freak out with when it comes to Justin Herbert and they freak out. Oh, like they overly freak out. So we are existing stats to bring balance to the force. There's no take I've ever given that I get more credit for from you than that Patrick Mahomes take. It gets brought up like multiple times a year, which I always appreciate. But this one, I, I mean, I got to push back a little, man. Like you said that Justin Herbert hasn't accomplished much. He absolutely has. He's got the most no, touchdown not- passes of any rookie ever. He's got the most passing yards in a quarterback's first two seasons. He's got the most total touchdowns in a quarterback's first two seasons. And he's the first quarterback ever to throw 30 touchdowns in his first two years. Like, damn, man. So then why don't we hold him to a higher standard when he plays the way he did against the Houston Texans? Right? I mean, and that's that's kind of like the question. Well, I know. And I'm not saying that, like, Again, the the I think the reason the take never took off was because it was it originated from Carson Wentz. But again, it's like Car- Carson lost to the Jaguars. Oh my gosh! When the Colts have this terrible record against the Jaguars, right? Like the Colts bugaboo with the Jaguars predates Carson Wentz, right? Like you agree in Jacksonville, and so that was the yeah. whole thing. Like I don't I don't know actually off the top of my head. I'm sure you do, Mister Stats. But like they've lost what like five straight trips to Jacksonville at this point, and so like yeah. again, that's not a that's not a Carson Wentz thing. But he he goes to he goes to Jacksonville with the playoffs on the line. Everything falls apart, and it's like oh. Carson doomed us. Carson was the reason. Carson, kryptonite Carson is what happened to the holy Indianapolis Colts who are perfect, you know, independent of the terrible quarterback that they were saddled with against their will in 2021. And that's my point. If if we're going to hold, if we're going to, you know, vilify Carson Wentz for that game, Justin Herbert should get a fraction of blame for the way he played against the Houston Texans. Like I said, he was remarkable down the stretch in those high-pressure fourth-down moments against the Raiders in Week 17. They lost. He, you know, th- there are there are moments of absolute greatness from Justin Herbert, but those moments are also absent in big-time games, and we have seen the effects of that. He's never been to the playoffs through two years. He's he's halfway through the you know the normal parts of a rookie contract, and he's never been to the playoffs. I understand that you know he had Anthony Lynn and things like that, but at a certain point. It's not everybody else's fault. At a certain point, some things are to some degree Justin Herbert's fault. Yeah, I just think that, like, I do not get the conflating of Carson Wentz. I think what's happening here is you don't like that he's getting as much praise as he's getting, and you also don't like the fact that the Colts are not getting dragged more. Like, they're blaming everything on Carson Wentz. So now you're you're taking this Carson take, and it's like morphing into, this is just like a perfect storm to come up with this ridiculous take by you.
there are certain things where there are not enough of or too much of. So if, to your point, to, which is my point, I guess, there's too much hate on Carson Wentz. There's not enough. And by not enough, I'm not even saying there needs to be a lot, but there needs to be some criticism. Like even Patrick Mahomes fell victim to criticism last year, right? Like, but for some reason, nobody touches precious Justin Herbie, Herbo. You know what I mean? Like no, nobody wants to. Like it's so cool. There's, it's so hip. He's the best, blah, blah. The same way we advocate for Kirk Cousins. Like that, he just, it's, it's just like some, it's just confirming priors. The internet has decided that Justin Herbert is untouchable. He is perfect in every single way. So it's all about confirming that and ignoring the things that don't co-align with that particular idea. Uh, you're alone on this branch, man. Uh, and I didn't think Justin That's Herbert was That's not true. Did you hear yourself good. for 10 minutes? You dragged him. I've no, never said the I... things about him that you did. <laughs> I did not hear any of By the that. way, I've never heard you call Jimmy Garoppolo James. Look at the, the spirited mood that this has put you in. Look, we're not, you know, we're not going to be in a relationship anymore. I think it's time that we just have more of a formal platonic oh, you're just, <laughs> situation. You, you, and, uh, you and Mr. Garoppolo are like at the lawyer's right. office, like getting the divorce. That's and right. he's like, James. <laughs> uh yeah james, james hello you know, james could, nice could, to see you could, i hope you, you are sign well here and an initial here please james right yeah we wouldn't do that in person though i would just do a ted lasso style and just sign it and take a picture and text it to the lawyer but anyway all right let's take a quick break and then we'll get to the kyler murray cardinal stuff because i need to you know wash my mouth out and just realign after that disaster Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Back here on the SB Nation NFL show. All right, RJ. Now let's get to something I can have a little fun talking about, okay? Let's get to something that just makes me smile as a San Francisco 49ers fan. And that is just the weird situation with the Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray. And we all know about the the homework clause in the contract. And I, and I know everybody on the SB Nation NFL show did a great job of breaking that down, so we don't need to relitigate that. But then our friend BLG sent us this about the Arizona Cardinals. A beat writer asked Cliff Kingsbury about having Kyler Murray call the plays on the radio on Saturday. Here's what Cliff Kingsbury said. Quote, I just wanted him to know that, hey, this bleep ain't easy. Every now and then he starts shaking his head when I'm calling it in there. And I'm like, all right, go ahead, big dog. Now, maybe that's just my Niners fandom taking over here. But that does not seem like a relationship that is going to work long term. And yet the Cardinals re-upped Cliff Kingsbury and they just signed Kyler Murray to a huge deal. So I do think that like a lot of things depend on inflection, right? Like, so you're reading it that way. So allow me to read it a different way just for the purposes right. of, of discussing it 
I asked Cliff Kingsbury about having Kyler Murray call the plays via radio on Saturday. I just wanted him to know that, hey, you know, this, this bleep ain't easy. You know, every now and then he starts shaking his head when I'm calling it in there. I'm like, all right, go ahead, big dog. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, the inflection really changes that message. I don't um, think like it, it changed be, it at all. <laughs> it, it could be, like, jovial. It could be, like, you know, playful, back and forth. They obviously have a tight relationship. I don't know if you know this. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray go back, you know, back ways before the NFL. Nobody knew that but me. Um I, I I mean it's it's not it's not big loser energy. It's just it's the start of weird energy. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not quite something, but it does kind of feel like I thought the you know, obviously it aged very poorly, but I thought the Browns comment about Baker Mayfield having an adult in the room was actually really I don't care if you have a really immature quarterback. That's a dumb thing to say. Like, don't ever say that about <laughs> anybody. Like, you, you, that will only come back to hurt you. Um, but it really feels like it's almost universally agreed that to to different degrees, Kyler is somewhat immature, right? Like, whether that's like preferring to play video games or whatever, or just doesn't understand the way like all this goes on or something like that. It does feel like everybody is kind of like, yeah, this, he's kind of like this kid running around here. Um, that that those are the vibes I get at least. From you know, sometimes like people don't understand the media and how to use it. And sometimes they throw stuff out there and they reveal stuff that just gives you such an insight into what's happening. Like Kyler's comment from 2021, where he said he doesn't watch film. When you hear that after the Cardinals had put a clause in his contract, asking him to watch film, demanding that he watch film, like you, holy crap, you get such an accurate picture of what's going on here. And to me, that comment with cliff, like, Sometimes he shakes his head when I'm calling him in there. And so he lets him do it to like the solution to that problem is not cliff chucking the radio at Kyler and saying, let's see you do better. It's you two get in an office and you talk about what plays you like and you don't like, and then you change the game plan. Like, it just seems like that's weird energy in Arizona. That's bad vibes in Arizona. I'm not trying to uh, get into parenting advice. Um, you know, you're you're much more seasoned there than I am, stats. Uh, but it kind of feels like he'll learn. You know, <laughs> like, just throw him in the deep end. He'll he'll learn. He'll figure it out. You know what I mean? When when I was a kid, I had to walk to school and through the the Himalayas and snow and sideways like that. It, it you know, there's there's not a lot of like TLC happening. But maybe maybe to the Cardinals defense, they've tried that approach. Maybe they've tried, you know, the, the soft love, That's right? Fair. Now it's time to, now it's time tough love. I mean, we're, we're entering, you know, uh, year four for Kyler. Now you've got the big contract. You're the face of the franchise. We just had this huge embarrassing thing happen literally specifically because of you. So yeah, you know what, dude, maybe this is a little bit, you know, over the standard plate of responsibility, but you're at that point. Like you, you get held to a higher standard now because of where you're at and, and the past that you have with this team. It reminds me of when I make something for my son for lunch and he doesn't like it. And I'll sometimes I won't ask him what he wants for lunch. I'll just make lunch. Sometimes we don't have a ton of food in the house, so there's not that many options that I know he likes. So I'll make him like a sandwich or something and he'll be like, I don't like this. It's not good. And I'll look at him and say, oh, yeah, what did you make for lunch? And of course, he has no answer because he's seven years old. He would make like lollipops and popcorn for lunch if he could. But that's what it feels like as Molly popcorn right now. was the way you could have made that funnier. Just so you know, for future reference. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but that's what it feels like is going on with the Cardinals. Like, oh, yeah, what plays did you call? Let's see you call a play. It's just it's a weird thing, man. And look, maybe it's all overblown. Maybe this is like peak, you know, 
training camp offseason type of story. But right now, if I were a Cardinals fan, like if you rooted for Arizona, would you feel good about your team right now in the state of things? Marquise Brown just got arrested for driving 125 miles an hour. Yeah, I mean, but, but Marquise Brown is another example of like, we don't have any real things if we're the Cardinals. Like we're just <laughs> like, the, like the Cardinals are um, pawn stars. That's all they are. Like they're just like, you know, just a pawn shop taking in other franchise players and then doing their own thing with them. Like, no, I wouldn't feel great about this at all. The, like the Kyler stuff went away. It really is fat. That was just like a week ago. Actually, a week ago when you weren't here was when Steven, Rachel and I were talking about the clause being removed from the contract. And I like you said, we're not going to relitigate this, but um the NFL machine moves quickly. Like that feels like ancient history, right? The, the Kyler, yeah. you know, whatever, but it's, it was a, a powerful and big enough and embarrassing enough of a thing that it is going to stick. Like you, you mentioned, you know, the first time AJ Brown drops a touchdown or whatever that people are going to, whatever, that's just like standard stuff. The first time, whatever happens, it's going to be, Oh, well, you know, uh, the, the new season of Fortnite came out last week. So that explains this or whatever, like th it is going to follow him around. I'm sure you saw floating around. Uh, I don't know which Reddit user it was off the top of my head, but there was the fantastic Reddit breakdown of Kyler. Did you, do you know what I'm talking about after the double I send and triple it to points you. weekends? Well, okay. Sorry. Excuse me. But like, <laughs> th it's those types of things. Like, th th like it, that might just be pure coincidence, right? Oh, and in case anyone's unaware, uh, there was a Reddit user who did a study based off of, uh, Call of Duty double and triple points weekends. Uh, I'm not a Call of Duty person myself. I'm not an NFL quarterback. I'm just not a Call of Duty person, but, but, um, like during those weekends or correct me if I'm wrong, that's like following those weekends, Kyler is statistically worse in every notable category, which again, feeds the idea that, well, he wasn't studying those weeks. He was playing blah, blah, blah. That, that is going to follow him around forever. Like you're, you're not going to be able to shake it. It's just, it's a thing for him now until he is undeniably the best quarterback on the NFL. Yeah. So basically when the new call of duty game gets released, Kyler's fantasy points <laughs> drop off precipitously after that, which is so crazy that people have like lined up those two things. But when it gets to December and the Cardinals lose, even if they're playing a really good team, you know what it's going to be. It's going to be, uh Oh, here we go again. Let people are going to start checking what new video game came out. Like you're right. This is going to dog them forever until they overcome it have a strong end of the season and even i think maybe win a playoff game because i mean they got to the playoffs last year even with their collapse they still made the playoffs they just got mopped against the los angeles rams and kyler murray refused to go back into the end of the game because he was pouting on the sideline so we'll I, see how it I all also turns think out it's one of those things that it's like sometimes there are controversies in the nfl that even like the the nfl you know, media machine will ignore because they're like uncomfortable things to talk about. But like, tell me that you can't envision um, whenever the, like, I don't know if there's a, if there will be a Manning cast, like when the Cardinals are on Monday Night Football. Tell me like after Kyler throws a pick or something, you can't see like Peyton being like, oh, well, you know, the, the, the new Call of Duty came out. I was a terrible Peyton impersonator, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, you can, like, tell me that you can't envision like Peyton making a joke about that or whoever making a joke. Like, Somebody's going to do it. Is, it. It, it is kindling like it, it you cannot you, you cannot squash this the way like you know other controversies are conveniently ignored because people don't want to talk about them on their platform or whatever and so yeah i mean this is this is tough cookies i mean I, like there's a strong argument to be made that you know they might not even make the playoffs this year like what they might start off really poorly really bad i mean the hollywood brown trade to your point like kind of looks bad right now like it, there, what what is there to be excited about if you're a cardinals fan right now I don't know. I honestly don't know. I mean, you're hoping that Kyler can sustain the production that he's put up 
early in the past two seasons because he has been very good. Last year, he was excellent. He was on track, you know, in the conversation for MVP last year. And then he got hurt against the Packers, and it all sort of went downhill. So that's what you're hoping is that he can maintain that. We'll see how it turns out. But right now, it's bad vibes in Arizona. That's going to do it for this edition of the SB Nation NFL show. RJ, I thank you very much. I'm never making another bet with you again. I want to remind everybody, rate, review, and follow the SB Nation NFL show. RJ, when do you get to defend my bad takes? Oh, wait, I haven't yet to have one. Mm. Um, you said that you were never going to make another bet with me again. I think that you're doing the listeners a massive disservice. Um you know, with that, this was great content. <laughs> I know it upset a lot of people. Um, not me. I, I don't know that anyone enjoyed it except for me, uh, to, <laughs> to, to be fair. Um, but, um, but yeah, so we have to have another bet. I mean, whether you don't want to bet on that, <sighs> you know, against the Astros, I, w- I would advise maybe not doing that. Well, I'm never um, betting but... on the Mariners again. That's not, <laughs> <laughs> that really is amazing. Like, honestly, that they were literally, they had literally tied the right the, the franchise record one away for from most tying. consecutive games okay they're one away from tying still like literally in in the middle uh, midst of one of the greatest like runs in a regular season in franchise history like literally one of the safest points ever in mariners franchise history to bet on them and it blew up in your face that's so funny um mariners gonna mariner that's all i'll say enjoy your friday everybody we'll talk to you next week <laughs>